This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPO livecast. Today, we share a story about a malnourished, white supremacist, Ginger, who challenged a Jewish man to an MMA fight, and it did not go well for him. In the interest of fairness, we reached out to Sean to defend the master race, but he was having his own MMA fight with sunlight on a 60 degree day. Our IP live cast starts now. Sean, I wonder how Sean is doing. That's weird. She said M. She said M M A so perfectly, and then she <laughs> just turned into Mindy Mayer to say Sean. 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 Welcome to RIP Livecast. It is Saturday, August 19th, 2023. Oh, right? I thought you were going to stop at 2000. I thought we went back in time for a minute. Uh, well, actually, I believe it was recently. This week, it was like the 20-year anniversary of the blackout, which blew my mind that it's been 20 years man that um, blackout was something else i don't know maybe some portion of our audience did was too young to even remember that but the, it was right after 9 11 it was less than two full years after 9 11 everybody i mean and i mean everybody thought that al-qaeda was attacking our electrical grid when that blackout happened and i i gotta tell this story briefly uh one of the two days of that blackout i was hanging out with rob I don't know. Remember what we were doing? It must have been the second day. Like, like once it was more of a brownout. Yes, and we were. You were around my neighborhood, and my neighbor had came, had come down, and my neighbor because everyone kind of congregated in the street to figure out what the fuck is happening, you know. And uh, and and he's he was like a weird conspiracy theorist, and like pre MAGA, like before Trump was a politician. And he just started freaking out about Al Qaeda. We have to go door to door and make sure there's no Al Qaeda's around. And he's like, you know what, the, <laughs> you know what the Arabs are doing now? They're going to the house by house. They're taking the, um, you know, those red uh, signs that have the house number. They light up at night. Mm-hmm. They're like little red. He said, inside of those, there's like barium or some kind of radioactive. <laughs> Arabs are going around taking all those red sign materials and making a dirty bomb, and they're gonna blow us all up. And he said, come stay with me. We have a, and Rob and I were just like looking at each other. Like, this is the best, most. I don't remember thing. this at all. Yeah, he, <laughs> his name was Dave. I don't know if that jogs a, a, a memory uh, for you. But. Well, my memory from the blackout, I'm sure we've talked about this on the show before, but I just uh, went and found my friend who was at the time a drug dealer, which is the best person you want to be around <laughs> because we had the time of our lives. I wasn't the only one that had this idea. <laughs> it was like <laughs> everyone we knew, and we basically hung out at his house. We all partied. We smoked a bunch mm-hmm. of weed. A bunch of people dropped ecstasy. I may or may not have partaken. And it was just like a very enlightening evening under the stars with no light pollution from the neighborhood. Uh, but I do remember in my stone stupor having a similar kind of paranoid trail of like, what if this was all just like like a plot from the 
FX show, The Americans, where people wanted to break into some. But that sort show of... hadn't been on yet. Did you conceive of right. that show? I know Maybe, means. but but, uh, but I just mean it, it was some sort of undercover operation uh, where they needed to turn off the the el- electricity at, at this one factory to break in and get some secrets, and they ended up just tripping a wire that took out the entire Northeast. But they still got in and they got what they needed, and they got out, and then this whole, you know, and. These are these are relatively fun, positive stories, but I heard plenty of nightmare stories to the point that I had like the equivalent of survivor's guilt. Oh, <laughs> like, no. oh, my my night was great, but that sounds like a miserable way to spend the blackout. You know, people tra- people on the trains because the blackout started around. I remember I was watching Roseanne. <laughs> it was like a summer day. Obviously, it was August. Yeah. I was watching Roseanne reruns. And the the TV went out, and it took me like a good few minutes to figure out. Oh, all the power is out, and then I was just bored. I'm like, I'm gonna go find my friend, and we hung out and partied. Uh, but for other people, it was much more torturous, and they were trapped somewhere, had to get home to children or pets or whatever, and uh, crazy times. Yeah, my mother got stuck in Manhattan. Uh, she was working there. Oh, she was actually working in uh, Newark. I think, and she got stuck there first, and cool. then and the crazy friend. I told him, I told him uh, he's not really my friend, my neighbor. He, I said to him, "Oh yeah, my mother's working in Newark." She's like, "Oh, Newark's on fire, dude!" <laughs> just immediately, what? Wait, your friend is Hulk Hogan. Your friend is Hulk Hogan. Newark's on fire, dude. Exactly, <laughs> brother. And I said, first of all, it's bullshit. First Second of all, all, even if that was true, why would you just say that to blurt that out to someone who just told you their mother is in Newark? Seriously. So she got stuck there for a little while, somehow got out of Newark, wound up in Penn Station, and they herded everybody into Penn Station to like just sit there and like because there were no trains going or anything. So like a lot of people were just sitting until the city could figure out some method of moving these people out. So mm-hmm. she just sat in Penn Station until like the middle of the night, like two or three o'clock or something like that. Jeez. And then how did she eventually get back? I don't remember. Honestly, I can ask her and give an update to the story. But I think that I think they just got a bunch of buses together and got people to to go where they had to go. Oh, OK, like that. that makes sense. I, I can't really remember the details. But. Yeah, I remember like all these bars just uh, were giving out booze and stuff like you know perishable things that yes. couldn't be refrigerated i remember on brighton uh oh boy what they did they were not giving shit out well <laughs> come on that's where all the russians live they, don't they, they brought what they did what the uh the grocery stores did was they brought the freezer trucks that they would you know ship stuff and they put all their shit in the trucks and they would sell out of the trucks like I'm sure, I'm sure it was you know some sort of discount, but you know they were they or maybe it was a markup even yeah, you probably, know because they were the only markup. Yes, nothing is free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so let us know your uh, blackout memories, good or bad. You can always email us rapliveCast at gmail dot com, or if you want to interact with us directly. Hop on to Discord. It's our it's a chat service. If you go to RIPLivecast.com, you can get the link to our specific community on Discord. And the three of us are on there, very active, with some active live casters sharing links all week long. Some of the stuff we end up talking about in the show, we originally discuss in the Discord. So 
have your voice heard rob has by a bunch of degenerates way more, way more active in the discord since a few months ago it's like you used to pop in and out now you're like you live in there like the two of us yeah that's that's uh unemployment <laughs> saying uh but also yeah it's it's because it's it's fun it's a fun place to share links it, it coincides with me, my screen time on my mobile right. <laughs> increasing greatly and just right. stumbling on on more links and stuff and thinking oh this is this is fun for this community you know a big a big anxiety about finding a good piece of content while doing social uh browsing is toilet. who do i who do i share this with who would appreciate this the most right. or do i even go a grander scale and retweet it to everyone so everyone i know sees it right it's, so it's how do you tough. decide between the two it depends how funny i think something is or if i think this is something that everyone would find funny or a specific person would find funny or something related to a joke or a meme on the show or then I I know that the entire Discord would find it funny, you know. Like, well, that's like well, like I've been enjoying uh, sharing uh, links about that billionaire creepazoid uh, uh, who's who's the vampire guy. I haven't heard anything from him in a few weeks. What's he's out of blood? He, he's starting to decay. He's out of blood. His son <laughs> he needs is to make more kids. His son is a withered husk. <laughs> Uh, that's what's really good. I feel about our Discord and our show audience in general is that I feel like we've. 15 years like cultivated an atmosphere where we talk about everything very candidly so they're very receptive of any type of meme or any type of story it's like i go to some other discord like what the fuck you posting in here like get the fuck out of here you know <laughs> so it's, it's it, it, it makes me decline to participate but we just have such an open world map i would say to, to relate it to gaming yep. you know it's like we're just all over it we're everywhere so that, that makes the content very uh um very diverse yeah absolutely and we have a diverse roster of discordians i feel as well i feel people that's from all over the world that's for sure uh well uh speaking of uh worldly people <laughs> uh shannon mentioned it at the top of the show the uh viral video of the moment is this uh Jewish Israeli UFC fighter Natan Levy, uh, who challenged a supporter of far right provocateur Nick Fuentes. Oh, he challenged the the Nazi. I thought it was the other way around. Uh, I could be wrong. Sure. I could be I'm mistaken. Not quite sure, but uh... or was it like the Nazi? Yeah, no, no, Natan get. Create, made the offer and this Natan Dugas. <laughs> was it that Natan, uh, like the guy put out an open challenge and Natan accepted it? Was it like that? Or, uh, I imagine it was more something along the lines of white people are superior to Jews. Uh, and then this, this UFC fighter was like, Oh, so you think you're superior to me because you're not Jewish? And he was like, Yeah. So he's like, Oh, well, come fight me. I so this that was the this is the real life version of Mark B's challenge to the Klansman. <laughs> <laughs> this is that actually happening. Two guys enter, one guy leaves, and I promise you, Klans motherfucker, it won't be you. It finally happened. 
It's a great this point. is like so. if Mark trained more Mando for like decades, got like the just super jacked, and Me then and challenged wife, the Clansman. trained the Mando. <laughs> this is so exciting. I hope he's seen the video. You don't so, belong here. Do, do we want to see the uh, interview uh, beforehand where the guy is, is just kind of being like, hey, so do you really think white people are, you know, like, why do you? Sure. You know, why, is it why Tony Schiavone interviewing him? Oh, no. Is, he, no it's, is it with the Nazi or with Natan Dugas? <laughs> so first it starts with an interview with Natan, explain, okay. like giving his side of the story. Then the white supremacist comes and Natan kind of like gets in his face like, oh, so what do you think about the Jews? Uh, and then so they have an interview and then they go in the ring. So I guess we could just scan around. Oh, you know, this is again. after they've already agreed to fight. They, yes, but before they fought, uh, fought. I see. I thought this was yes. like the video that started all of this. No, I got no, I understand no, no. now. OK. And, OK. So here we go. Uh, a few days ago, some wimp on Twitter posted a picture of his uh, slim tricep, said this is what every white uh, nationalist should look like. This is what everybody who follows Nick Fuentes should look like. He is also a Holocaust denier who advocate race war and, I kid you not, burning women alive in America. <laughs> Somebody tagged me and I uh, commented, he built like a chopstick, definitely not a threat. Some guy jumped in the thread named Ben. And he said he's willing to come meet me to defend Fuentes' honor and come spar with me. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, whatever, come. No problem, bring the women from the picture too and Nicholas Fuentes. We can all meet. I'll Venmo you some cash for the gas. This, yeah. I want to mention what's, what, what's so interesting. His accent is a mix of Israeli and French-Canadian, it seems like. Oh, man. It's less <laughs> impressive, I have to say. I feel like it's, it's softening the Israeli accent. Yeah, it is. He doesn't roll his R's as much. Rob, how would you feel if you went to your next uh, jujitsu class and this guy was across from you wanting to grapple? What would you think? Would you be into it? Yeah, I, I like uh, fighting different people. It, it's different techniques. Well, and then what if you... after the match he followed you into the shower? He wanted a little tickle tickle. Well, there were no shower, showers at my... Uh, Jim, actually. Is that because of uh, Holocaust sensitivities? Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, he, well, Natan Dugas definitely wouldn't go there if there were showers. No, he'd place. go and he'd defend everyone. He'd oh. save lives. He'd save people from the gas shower? Yeah. I find that hard to believe. No, it is a non-sexual environment. I, I do not... That part of my brain isn't triggered. I'm just I'm asking more if you focus think he's on, on, Come on, Rob. You know where he's going with this. Uh, oh, yeah, no. I think he's attractive. Okay. He's not like... You know, my blood, but like, you know, yeah. <laughs> Can we comment on the fact also Wood. that he's wearing, he's wearing a stolen version of our jujitsu shirt, this yeah. motherfucker? Uh, in the, I mean, in it's, the it's, it's an obvious joke to make. I, I can't imagine that we're the... Uh, but it's like the same person. design, even. Almost. It's not the same design. It's even a picture of Noah. What does that have to do with Natan Dugas? Where is Noah? <laughs> no, I'm be kidding. It's not. The troll talking shit online. To oh. my surprise, he DM'd me. Who was that? He's coming to town and he would love to take me up on the offer. All of a sudden, it wasn't as uh, mean spirited as it was prior. It's all about respect. Respect, bro. Oh, oh. 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 There he is. Hi. 
He's uh, my sparring partner for today. He's on a waiver. Waiver is good. It's signed. Everything's good. Ready to go. Uh, yeah, I saw one of his uh, posts come across like, Twitter. Um, uh, it was like uh, critical. Ronald uh, McDonald, I guess. Is that accurate or like chunky I carrot top? Or, or like what Bill Clinton looked like in high school. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh. Yes. Wow. Of uh, somebody who associates himself with America first and uh, the political values that uh, I oh, fuck off. We all know that Israel controls the right wing. We all know that Jews run the world. We all know that they are not Christian. We all know they hate God. As a defender of that, <laughs> and uh, as a former yeah, martial arts experience trained person myself, uh -oh. I always thought it would be fun to come spar. Who's what is this guy? Look at how uh, fucking this guy's body language right now. He's sucking his gut in. He's so <laughs> nervous. Also, he Look looks extremely Jewish. Yeah. Am I crazy? Yeah. He looks he very Jewish it. to got me. Got the Jew fro. The nose, Fine. the whole Who's, He looks Nick more Jewish than Natasha. I mean, the, uh, before we even see the match, though, like this has to be trolling, right? I mean, he knows he's going to get his ass kicked. I think it's one of those things like you want to go viral. for. Like they enjoy getting their ass kicked if it's for... I want to. I'm glad you mentioned this, Darren, because this is my whole thing about this video. That's kind of weird. Is um, this uh, uh, MMA fighter N Nathan Levy uh, or Levi? Just say it right, right? Uh, come on. What? Nathan Dugas. Yeah. Nathan Dugas. Like that's his no, name. No, come on. Let's let, let's show him respect. Um, <gasps> oh, what is he going to beat me up? I'm not in his. If I challenge you, uh, no. He's completely platforming Nick Fuentes right now. I'm sure the majority of his uh, viewers don't know who Nick Fuentes is, you know? Sure. And, like, he he just basically posted a good 30 seconds of Nick Fuentes' commentary without, you know, anything. Like, here it is, you know, like, right, at well, the beginning here it is, of so, the video. So, like, normal yeah. people will recoil and say that's disgusting but it's also going to reach some people go hmm that they kind of make sense to me right exactly so why would why do that even? you could I mean, you could just say this alex is a jones clips on our show what's like what's the difference i but what we were i don't think any of the alex jones clips that we played like all the ones that we played were uh objectively funny and you also, know, there, there was no comedy in that clip that he. he but I mean, this is there's context to it. Like we do the Alex Jones clip and then go, "Wow, this guy's a maniac." You know, we kind of dunk on him. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this he's is kind of doing that too. But is he though? I think he's doing it to the guy he punches in the face and groin <laughs> several times. But he doesn't <laughs> do it. To, the, the Nick Fuentes clip went completely without commentary. Yeah. So let's see some of the, should we watch some of this fight? Or or wait, here's here's his little grilling. The leader of America first. I fucking hate women, like I just do. It's not a joke. It's a uh, political movement. It's like a promo for Nick furthering Christian values in the United States. Making it sound you good. Talking on Twitter, right? Yeah, no, I was uh, just messing around. Yeah, uh, messing around. yeah, yeah no, I'm, not, I'm not an able person. I'm not He's not able. Anybody, you know. First impression. I, it was a joke, man. <laughs> That's the thing. They're kind of just trolls that take the joke too far. Yes. I well, think, I think not, a big part. Not, from their point yeah. of view. He well, must have big... just assumed that this guy would take it easy on him once he realized that he wasn't actually a threat. Yeah. Okay. I was like, well, no. Seeing Ben in the gym. We got white booty. Why are we Whoa. talking shit about Jews? Uh, are we defending Nicholas Fuentes? Uh, well, I think because of what he says is right. I mean, you can layer that behind a mask. That I mean, he denies the Holocaust. Uh, I think it's more revisionist. 
So <laughs> not all aspects of it. What about the good parts Whether of the it be like numbers that might you know have been different over the years? Uh, you know, just how much? Like how much do you think people kill? This guy's shitting uh, his pants just, right uh, now. Off the top of my head. He's explicitly praised Hitler. You don't know? I don't know. Can I give you a clue? I mean, they say six million. He says oh. Jewish people should not be allowed That's to participate in the U.S. government. The six million number, it puts more faces to the name. Because a lot of people know people who are Jewish. There are faces to the name. That is true, yes. Basically, we're having something like Taliban All right, let's move, move it along. I want to see some... It for eight years. I don't... I. Okay, he's trained a bunch, blah, 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 blah. Let's get in the ring, he baby. He did not train for eight years. He looks like no, Jonah Hill uh, in a wig. <laughs> he is he, the most Jewish person in this video. He looks like kind of like Biff Tannen from uh, Back to the Future <laughs> with a big big hair. Biff Tannenbaum. <laughs> Where's the audio? Oh, I, I muted it while you guys were chatting. It's a case of fuck around and find out. Yeah! Here we go. I mean, this is really stupid. Yeah, this is a trained professional. So is he, Rob. He trained for eight years. Yeah. Isn't that more Mando Jim? <laughs> Like I, people that trained six months more than me have such a leg up on me when I'm doing jujitsu. Literally, I can't imagine. I can't imagine, uh, you know, challenging guy like this and saying you're the superior race. Yeah, and like, he's clearly just taking it easy on him too. <laughs> he tapped. He already tapped. Oh, he, oh, is that, what is that? A gets, front choke? <laughs> that's a. Uh, yeah, front naked sure. choke. I'm covered. I'm covered. I'm It's gonna turn into deliverance. Like, why? Why would you trust your body when you you made fun of this person's room? Like, this is just silly. Oh. You're allowed to kick in the nuts, or no? He's just beating the shit out of the guy. Like this is not like really. Well, this isn't jujitsu. This is this is this is like oh yes, yeah. Just punch the face. You know, just punch him in the face as he's trying to get an armbar in. But he's doing it dismissively too, like lamest. He is. I will say he's pulling his punches clearly. He's not putting like all of his weight into the punches, but he's still. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see any blood, which I was a little disappointed. Come on, finish it. Finish it. What's the part where he asks him if he ever saw a circumcised penis? I was just going to ask, like, why didn't they ask this guy if he circumcised? Oh, oh. <laughs> right in the gut. Just punches straight in the gut. It was, it was in a gut or a, a dick punch. I couldn't tell. Oh, no, no. Fupa situation. <laughs> he's still smiling. He didn't do the yeah. job, buddy. Okay, he's got a busted really, lip. I knew he was a real dick coming in. He's Six dizzy. Jews were killed in the Holocaust. Murdered. Ah. Murdered in the Holocaust. Ah. Now, fuck Nick Fuentes. Nick, I failed. I know you're not a striker or wrestler. Ah. If you'd like to come, Nathan, I'll you. got a big mouth, though. It. 
person. Okay, that part was pretty great. I love, I love the idea of holding a white nationalist up to the camera and be like, tell them, tell them how many people were murdered in the Holocaust. Six million Jews. Oh it's all goodness. funny until that dude comes back to that gym with an AK and yeah. takes them well, all out. I don't see that guy doing it, but I'll tell you what, I don't believe this guy's ideological enough to go do that. I don't think he's Yeah, a this believer. guy doesn't seem like a like a true believer to me. He seems w- like the the worst kind of lame ass troll and a, p- a lot of people will say, you know, I think this is something that developed after any of us were kids. I feel like this didn't exist. This is a new phenomenon. This is an internet thing where it's okay to just say like the most wild shit and then not stand by it and they go, it was a joke, man. Like any joke you made is invalidated just because you said it's a joke like that would never fly when I was a fucking kid. And I don't think I don't separate those two. Like once you say that you, you can say some wild shit, not that people didn't say wild shit when we were kids, but they, believed the wild shit that they were saying and there was no like let's shake hands at the end because i was just playing around so i don't separate those two. punch the guy in the motherfucking face to your point though darren i think people are far more avoidant today because when someone would come up to you like did you just see this the response like yeah why you want to fight about it but like (laughs) nowadays because there's so much less social interaction i feel people are fight avoided so that's why they just start looking for excuses because they're not used to being confronted because they're not out in the world right and they don't understand there's consequences to the actions everything is online you know all of your you get away with saying so much more online because there's no one to get in your face about it after that was kind of i think i think that's the to to what you were saying that's why most people would not make those kind of jokes because they would want to avoid any physical confrontation it's the people with a chip on their shoulder that would be more willing to say these inappropriate jokes because they knew if someone were to step to them they're gonna get off they're gonna gonna have a little fight to keep a theme going from last week. House. It's all fun and games until you run into Natan Dugas, and then it's over. <laughs> but this guy chose to go to his gym and meet up with him. That's the crazy thing. It's not like Natan Dugas sought him out. And I got to say, I was on the side of Natan Dugas here until the last minute of this video. If that guy is still walking around and has a little smirk on his face at the end of that video, you failed your mission. You failed your mission. Yeah, you don't have to kill him. You don't have to permanently maim him. You don't even have to send him to the hospital. But in that five-minute post-match segment, he needs to really regret this decision, I feel. He got treated better than that woman who made the wrong rice with the pork. (laughs) She was lucky she was still breathing. She was lucky. You're lucky you're still breathing. Fuck out of here. (laughs) <laughs> he is he is expressing more anger yeah than this man who was just told his entire race was inferior if you make <laughs> anything he saw it gotta go in white rice this is the level of anger i wanted to see from natan dugas <laughs> do you think natan and ben have such strong opinions about what goes with poyogi sao <laughs> no not at all <laughs> maybe what goes with poutine <laughs> that's about it yeah, I like to put a little bit of a shawarma in there and the poutine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> falafel. Falafel poutine. <laughs> so Natan is like a professional MMA guy, Rob. You've heard of him? Yeah. Are you a fan? Do you follow I've him on the socials? I've never heard of him, but I don't, I don't follow UFC. I don't. 
I'm not the one to ask. He'd probably fucking lose to like CM Punk or something. He's probably like a nobody, you know. Oh, he's from Paris. So it's not even French Canadian. It's French French. Sorry, I made poutine jokes. I should have said baguette. Falafel baguette. (laughs) So he was born in Paris and then moved to Israel. Mm. (laughs) I approve of this. I did it in reverse. (laughs) I started in Israel and went all over the world with his groupies. He's eight and one, his record. So, no, against good record. Come on, come on. Yeah, in the UFC though. Who would he beat? He beat the he beat uh, Ben the Nick Fuentes. uh, (laughs) He just goes around picking off Nazi trolls from Twitter. This is record. Uh, He beat the guy's wife that made the poyogi sao. Oh no! (laughs) Tap my chinos then. <laughs> Actually, that one went to a draw. <laughs> you make a hamburger, you make French fries. You hear that, Rob? Yeah, I like make hamburger. Me some fucking French fries. French fries right now, or I'll make you tap. Yeah, I'll drive to your gym, Fuck put you, put you in a chokehold. Don't eat anything. Fuck you. The fucking shit. Fuck this, here. Fo- this photo of Nathan and a supporter. Oh, no. is- oh. What is that? In that case he didn't believe that he was based in Las Vegas. Here's a photo of him with Jeremy Piven. It looks like Tom Hanks with the Sony Guts uh, sketch. <laughs> <laughs> Sabla Jeremy Piven. You think Jeremy Piven knew who was coming to pose with him and it jewed it up a little bit? Israeli jewed it up? Probably. Or, or tough guided up. He's like, I know, I know some moves. By the way, I may be rude to point this out. Uh oh. Doesn't Jeremy Piffin in that photo have like eight times more hair than he had ten years ago? Oh, for sure. That's the thing. What's going oh, on? Yeah. I don't know this meme. At least now he's embraced it. He does like not hair club for men, but some other similar product. He does commercials oh, okay. for them. This had eluded my uh content viewing. Let life. me see if I could find uh on YouTube a clip of his commercial. Oh, I absolutely did not know any of this. Is there, is, there, is there also like a meme of people making fun of him for this? Or, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> oh, I thought you what you Sid, were saying. Was Sid like, is was... the first person uh, I feel that that w- would point this out anytime Jeremy Piven would be on TV. Hmm. Uh, because if you watched him on Larry Sanders, yeah, he obviously he was, uh, he was embracing he being like... bald. Yeah. yeah he, he okay, like I'm going to put the link in our private chat, Rob. There you go. Okay, let's see here. Let's see here. Oh. Been there, done. Oof. Ah. Wearing a hat indoors. Been there, done that. Pivot from hiding the problem. You're wrong with a hat. To fixing it. Join- More like Piven. From That's, yeah. The <laughs> In hair club. Well, it said so the title of the thing is Pivot result. with Piven. Yeah. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> and it is hair, hair club, club wait hair club yeah this is hair club so, for men yeah i thought it was like who else could afford him but yeah yeah well where you get actual results like i did when you go to one of their 120 in-person hair club locations men and women get a free hair health consultation that can provide a hair solution unique to you i'm talking hair that will give you your confidence and your swagger back so it does look, look like the stuff for a second, I thought this this little prompt was behind the scenes of this commercial. Like, what could the behind the scenes possibly be? Yeah. They show them putting the hair plugs in. Yeah. 
That's the behind the scenes. But this was his deal. When he was on Entourage, he wore a wig for that character, and then he just started wearing that wig out in public. Because I think he was like, wait, most people only know me from Entourage, so I might be able to trick people into thinking I just have a full head of hair. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I don't begrudge anyone trying to do some kind of hair solution or whatever. But like you already become famous as a three quarters bald. Yeah. To hat like I don't know. I guess that's a fair point though. Like a lot of people didn't see like PCU or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, like, mm-hmm. so they only know him from Antara. So maybe he's banking yeah. on that. Yeah, it's a generation later. He's been, you know, so off the air that people forget. That's fine. I'll allow it. I think it's it's far less egregious than Elon Musk's hair hair plugs. Those are just very obvious. See, I wouldn't have known. I thought because he's just so repulsive looking in general. I thought yeah. maybe he just had repulsive hair, but then I did see pictures of him when he had less hair. So now it's kind of obvious. Yeah. I don't. I don't look <laughs> at that on the right. I don't look at that pic on the right now. Don't get me wrong. He looks horrible. But I don't look that doesn't look like fake hair to me. Yeah. I well I mean when you're the richest person in the world, I'd hope yeah. that you'd be able to get something that right. actually looked real. It's just the fact that we know his hair was thinning <laughs> a long pictures. time ago. It's great. I mean, aside from him, his thinning hair, like in that photo, his thinning hair is not that egregious, but his style of hair is so like non uh, it's not cooperating with his hair loss, is what I think. <laughs> He could he have looks, that much hair and, and look fine. He looks like the Nazi friend of the Nazi who went to the MMA gym. Who's like, I can't believe you went, dumbass. Yeah. It's so funny when they Especially this, up. This uh-huh. haircut that he had for a <laughs> oh, He's Gary Oldman from the fifth element. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's wearing a beret made of hair. <laughs> it's not. Where are the stones? <laughs> 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 oh my god <laughs> alright uh, moving on from one uh, ginger uh, conservative to another uh, I don't know if you guys seen this country song sweeping the nation I, did. I, said I had it a second ago uh, it's this guy went completely viral his song uh, after we, Oliver Anthony is his name. And uh, he went completely viral with the song that, you know, he's saying he's a completely down the middle centrist. But if you listen to the song, no, you're not, buddy. Or maybe he is a centrist in this country because it's gone so far right that yeah. this is what's considered center. <clears throat> Uh, and many people were wondering, how is this song getting so much traction? Who is listening to the song? And then it only took a day or two to find out that this is a giant astroturfing campaign by conservative uh, media groups, social media groups, to pump up the song to get to inflate interest. But uh, anywho, let's listen to the song. See, I will say, like, I think this guy is a decent vocalist. It's just his, the content that he's singing about is not fresh. What's the name of the song? The song is called Rich Men North of Richmond. Oh, little wordplay there. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, this guy is where's, very Amish looking. How would you describe him, Sid? Where's his banjo? 
<laughs> he, he looks like deliverance. He looks like he's going to make you squeal like a pig. He's uh or like a skinny version of Roadkill from ECW. I could yeah. see where like if Roadkill and uh Necro Butcher had a baby, his hair looks like a beard and his beard looks like hair. <laughs> it looks like he taped pubes to his jaw. Yeah, like his face is upside down. He looks like that man in the magnetic shavings tool that you they toy that <laughs> yes. you had when you were a kid. But the red like version. They put Rudy Giuliani's son in witness protection. <laughs> I also think you know he's doing the Hulk Hogan thing a little bit because his hair is a different color than his beard. Yeah, he's blonde on top, but then his beard is full ginger. What's that? Is that a thing that can happen in genetics, or is he I dying? Think so no, I don't think. I think this is natural. Probably very stark difference, bro. Yeah. I've seen gingers that like go back and forth with light, light bl- blonde or cherry blonde, I guess it's called, and the, and, and the more red, reddish hair. I've seen them seen be mixed, you know, but like this, I feel is like just it stops right at his ear line and changes complete color. That's very strange. All right, here, let's take a listen. He looks like, oh, Oliver, his name's Oliver. He looks like Oliver Humperdinck. That's what I was I've been selling my soul, oh. working all day, oh. overtime hours for bullshit pay. So I'm, I can I'm with sit him so far. out here and waste my life away. So drag back home and drown my troubles away. All good so far. Damn shame. Damn. What the world's gotten to. I, I agree. Like, if you listen to the first few seconds, you're like, okay, okay, okay. Making okay, sense. Okay. But, but then... There's right. a few lines where you're like, wait, what? Oh, I'm aware. I've heard the song. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying okay, this, okay, he's yeah. with me so far. <laughs> for those for those who haven't heard, I'm just saying, like, don't don't get thrown <laughs> off. Don't get <laughs> don't get sucked in here. For people like me, people like you, wish I could just wake up and it not be true. But it is. Oh. Oh, it is. Living in the new world. Order. With an old soul These rich men know the rich men Lord knows it all Just wanna have total control Wanna know what you think Wanna know what you do And they don't think you know But I know that you do Cause your dollar ain't shit And it's taxed to no end Wait, what was that line? The, the, the rich bend. Okay. I, I don't know. The whole Kentucky thing is uh, blending Where's in there. politicians <laughs> look out for miners, and not just miners on an island somewhere. What? Lord, we got <laughs> folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the whole beast milking welfare. Oh, damn, that's cool. There we go. That... Oh, and, and oh, here, let's go back. This is the part where I'm like, fall off a cliff. <laughs> All right, buddy? <laughs> let's go back. Look out for miners. Look out for miners. Not just miners on an island somewhere. Lord, we got folks in the street. Ain't got nothing to eat. Okay. And the hobies milking welfare. And the who? Milking hobies. welfare? The, the obese. Oh. Fat fat people are milking welfare. What does that even mean? I think well, Bill Maher wrote this this verse, yeah. right? That's the thing is that you just did a whole verse on people 
who another way of saying what he said is that they're just stealing billions and billions of dollars. And then in the next verse, you're mad about a guy bought some Twinkies with EBT. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let, let's go. Let's go to the d- direct next line, which is the most inflaming line. Hold on one second. God, if you're five foot three and you're three hundred pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Young men are putting themselves if what? you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. First of all, who still <laughs> eats fudge rounds? <laughs> well, he's an old soul, Rob. He's talking about snacks from the 1920s. Yeah, but also uh, you're working against yourself here because, it, you know, I think judging by your previous verse, you know, if we were taxing the billionaires, you could supply fudge rounds for every American yeah. quite easily. Like, pick your battle, dude. Is it the rich <laughs> men you're upset with or, or the, the the one fat person abusing wealth? Like, yeah. people are so obsessed with welfare and abuse. I don't it's think such welfare a small is problem. weight-based anyway. I don't think that's how that works. He's just saying like people are getting it undeservingly, I think. And he's right. He's, the fat person is the easy person to get mad. But at. it's like you're punching down. Like, like he's saying, my life is shitty. Why should you get it? Get a, some help? Like, fuck. Right. Like, why are you mad at that? For that person isn't making your life shitty. Like, it's the rich men north of Richmond. I see this all the time with right wingers that they 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 get the taxi down the runway of the correct <laughs> answer. And then they just veer right for some reason. And it's like, well, my solution is fuck you over there. You got too much motherfucking money. They're more interested in holding back the other people on the same level as them than actually. Though his whole the title of the song is aiming at the right folks. Rich men of Richmond. But then immediately he's just abandoned it. Angry at fat people instead. I, I mean, maybe we can get Mark B to uh, defend his, the honor of fat people and just go there and do some more Mando on him. I mean, honestly, if you want to be a country star, you shouldn't be slagging fat people. Yeah, you're pissing on your own demographic. And he's not exactly svelte either, I want to say. Well, he's just he's, eating possum meat. <laughs> he's not fat, fat, but he's, you know, he's not exactly slender. And also, like, a lot of the reason pe- poor people are obese is because they can only afford extremely unhealthy processed food. Thank you. It's all it's not because they're just lazy scumbags. Like it's a plot. They got yeah. obese on purpose, like Homer Simpson in the Moo episode, <laughs> so that they could scam the government. The bee bit their uh, bottoms. Now their bottoms are big. <laughs> I want to share one more line uh, from the song, please. And this might be the one that oh. like pisses me off the most. That's a real song. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. This is a different song. Oh, I was going to say. He got the same beard, though, that guy. (laughs) I was going to say, this is a very jarring style shift in the middle of a song. (laughs) All right. We don't have to Every morning I wake up with this fucking song in my head. I, I start the day with it now before I even see it on television. Mission accomplished. God damn it, the song is never done. I want to tip my hat to Dusty Rhodes Muffler for <laughs> inspiring me to do that. God damn it. <sighs> uh, so yeah, I, I, it's it's just so stupid. Like, you know, you could be not shitty, 
This could have been a song that united people. But is there anything to... anti-trans in there? I have to think that he's got some something taking a shot at trans people. Well, he's got probably got a full album. Maybe there's a few different yeah. sprinklings of different theme thematic uh, lyrics on there. That's the song entitled "Rich Girl Guy Girls North of Richmond." <laughs> it's track three. He does sort of look like a backwoods Dave Mustaine, right? I mean, yeah, sort of. Girl, guy, girl. <laughs> also, you know, uh, there's Richmond south of Richmond, too, and in yes. Richmond. Dave Brocky was one of those rich men of Richmond. I would, I would, I, I, I've seen how he lives. <laughs> That's because he's a hoarder. Say, I would say he's more middle class. Uh, also, uh, Megadeth were on. Some uh, baseball thing. Did you guys see this? Let me no. Baseball games, a lot of fun. What's that? <laughs> well, this sets uh, Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. In case we uh, ever need a real mind-blowing guitar shred. I guess this is Yankee Stadium, like a tour oh, of Yankee right. Stadium. And it's Dave Mustaine in a small room with a glass see-through door. And it says... In case of metal emergency, break glass. Oh boy. We have Dave here. But he didn't break the glass. Yeah. He just knocked on the glass. Man, what a Thanks, Dave. joke. Just doing my job. All right, we're walking. We're walking. Also, that was an underwhelming solo, Dave. Yeah, that was like him tuning up. Walking guy. Yeah. He doesn't there, do that shit free. Is there anything less metal than the Yankees? It's just like the designated team for like old boomers, like rapid fire shooting off beer farts into their <laughs> lazy boy recliner. Like there's nothing metal about that. And when you say old boomers, you mean just their roster? That too, yes. Um, I don't think that was at Yankee Stadium, though. I think it was branded with MLB Fan Cave. So I think I don't even know if that still exists. So this video might actually be a little old. I think wasn't that like something they had in Manhattan, like to promote baseball? And they had like people living there. But I thought. Oh, yeah, that was the location of the former Tower Records in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's what that might have been. Oh, that's not there anymore. I haven't heard about it in a few Neither years. Neither the Tower Records or the, the Fan Cave. No. It might have been oh. ended pre-COVID. Or yeah, I remember. COVID. What's there now? Because uh, I feel like I, I just walked past there and I couldn't believe that's what's in that space. Because that Tower Records was legendary. Yep. Uh, let's see. Was that the one you worked at, oh, Darren? That was the one yep. I worked at many, many years ago. It was 4th and Broadway, right? East 4th yep. and Broadway? Yep. We're doing a little Google mapping, folks. Oh. Imagine Stitch it's just like a, a, a easy pass lane to Buffalo now. <laughs> Let's make the same <laughs> joke. Uh, You're not even going to share the Google map, Rob? You're just going to keep this all to yourself? He doesn't want That's people right. to see what his uh, uh, push pins are <laughs> that he's been going to around there. My push pins are all just uh, food Lower East Side glory holes. <laughs> just what? your old Scott band you used to be in. I remember I saw you play a couple times. You did the stand-up bass. Robin the Pushpins. <laughs> that actually is even more of a Scott name. 
What was the first joke you said? Rob in the Lower East Side glory holes. Oh, I didn't know. That. I oh, okay. heard the glory holes. I didn't realize that was a band name. <laughs> it was like a home goods store. That's what it is. No. But even that's closed now. Damn. That's not a good location, apparently, for business. I guess not. Yeah. You would think it would be. Well, I feel like that whole area is really transformed into like a strip mall. There's just every brand has their like a flagship store on Broadway now over there. I think it's a little bit more down though. I think at that point it's still like a little bit, a little bit like Bohemian. But if you go into Soho, like a little bit south, more south. Yeah, no, I don't. I I've been there recently. It's spread past Houston now. It's it's in the okay. in those streets. Fair enough. Uh, but that the Wendy's is still there. The the sketchy Wendy's with the uh, the bathroom access. So if you ever need some toilet access this is the thing that really has been bugging me lately about the city it's like it's the only major city where uh you cannot just go and, and, and pee in public i mean you could <laughs> hold on let me rephrase that like there's no public restrooms like it, it's it's a little ridiculous like, there's nowhere to pee uh, highly yeah. highly agree with that the first episode of this season of how to with john wilson covers that that they're they oh. created these like public restrooms these automated ones in the city but there's only five of them in the entire new york city area they're janky as fuck yeah because it's 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 absurd all anywhere else they have it there are actually really nice ones now uh on the beach but same yeah it's called the ocean only no 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 there's there's a it's a really nice little tower that they built with you know sinks and a tower so where you could piss off the side onto the people on the beach it's a, it's elevated off the beach. Yeah, uh, well, and there's this, like a septic thing. I've not been there for years and years. I remember that like twenty. Yeah, years it's ago. been it's been no, not twenty. Yeah, don't call it absolutely not. It's absolutely not been twenty years since those things were around. Those are post post nine eleven for sure. Rob, I told I you. I guess that could be twenty years. To, just to get back to the John Wilson episode, he goes to a public urinal in Brighton Beach. Oh, oh okay. It is like so maintained by parks workers, and it's got all oh, sorts so, of like oh, so it's it's a, inside of it. Yeah, so this is we're talking about the same thing. Right? Yeah, there you go. Those are the really nice ones. <laughs> so those are one of the five. No, no, no. But I'm to, the, oh, okay. the the five are like these ones that you like pay like fifty cents or whatever, and you go in and it closes. And oh, like oh, I would be all about that. Like I would totally pay like a dollar if it, if the you know what you get out of it is knowing it's a sanitized, clean bathroom. Uh-huh. That would be great. He even shows how it self cleans. I remember also there was like a Times Square Charmin installation. Mm -hmm. I think we might have talked about that on the show when it first. Yeah, like it was a whole thing where they invite you to come use their toilet paper. (laughs) But what if you don't have to shit? That's like sort of dependent on people having to take a dump. I wipe your dick hole. It's just. I think it's regard. It's more just positive brand recognition, so that when you're in the supermarket, you think to pick up a Charmin because they. Uh, got you out of that that pee jam. Is Charmin like Hellman's mayonnaise? It's like, do they really need a Bud Light? Do they really need to advertise that hard? Well, they no. have the advertising budget. They got to do yeah, something. Yeah, you got to do it. Does Coca Cola really need to advertise? No, but they're one of the largest advertisers in the world. Pay your pay your workers your more. Out there. Dusty Rhodes Muffler in the chat asks if we've seen Mike Francesa's review of Oppenheimer. Do we want to watch that? Have oh, we watched yeah. that? absolutely. He linked to it in the Discord earlier in the week. I did not watch it. I will share the link in our private chat now. So there it is, Rob. Thank you. It's so important. And if this is just another fucking link to that Spectrum One commercial, Dusty, I will disown oh, no. you as a Discord friend. 
Oh, we can ban him, you know. Yes, I'll have uh, to do that. Did all of it? Did Darren? Did you end up seeing Oppenheimer? I didn't see it yet. I'm sorry, because oh. because my rush to see it was in order to for the show, and once we just already talked about it anyway, I put it a little bit on the back burner. Yeah. I'll see it eventually. Probably oh. tomorrow, maybe. I think I have a gap between gigs, very big, like five hour gap between two gigs that I'm doing. So I may just go see. It this. is three hours on the dot. So yeah. you, uh, you'll you, that'll that's quite perfect. So here, here, here's Mike Francesa. Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Ugh. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa podcast. Oh, it's just audio. By the good folks at Bet Rivers. All Remember, right. go to the Bet Rivers app for all. Of wow, he sounds so withdrawn. <laughs> he's over it he's been over it for 10 years football season and go down the stretch with the pennant races and obviously the postseason baseball college football whatever it is that you like to wager on go to the uh the exclusive property of the folk fell uh from uh, soup to nuts as we always do now uh two things two things one I promised I'd give you my thoughts on Oppenheimer once I saw it. I went to see it last night. I saw it in IMAX. Saw um, it. Saw it. I am not a Christopher Nolan groupie, so you're going to get an objective <laughs> oh, view here. Um, I know the uh, Oppenheimer story because I've Oppenheimer. What, what, Oppenheimer. Also, like oh, leaving out consonants. What is the Chris? What is a Christopher Nolan groupie? Do people just like him because he's hot? Like <laughs> there are groupies because they like his work. I assume yeah, he you know? means fanboy, but right. he doesn't know the term. Right, right, exactly. but even yeah, it's using the word. Still, yeah, a lot of books from that period. I also have read a lot of Truman stuff, and it's intertwined with Oppenheimer. You know about the rather frothy, to say the least, relationship between Truman. <laughs> And Oppenheimer. Frothy? You mean frosty? Frothy, frothy is how uh, people describe Mike Francesa's blowjob blow skills. Like <laughs> no. A little frothy. A little frothy. Is that good? Einstein. No. It's a little, well, it depends. Fine. Depends the on your kink. Um, <laughs> the movie is three hours long, which I object to, number one. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck asked better. you? I object. <laughs> I will not allow this to happen. Uh, Your Honor, uh, this is very long. I have kids. Uh, I gotta go <laughs> tell them not to watch WrestleMania. <laughs> Your Honor, I don't understand. What is this? Who cares if it's a piece of art? Trim it down a little bit, all right? You know, you're inconveniencing me here, Your Honor. What is this, a Bruce Springsteen concert? Yes. Now that's not the boss. Now the boss, that's three hours of entertainment. <laughs> Back after this. I believe that uh, if you look at a movie objectively, you can always take out some things that you don't need oh. rather than have a three-hour movie. But I can tell you... This was not a three-hour movie where I saw people fidgeting in their seats and I was in a crowded theater. Watch the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, like, why, why are you looking at the people? Pay attention to the film. I did a, I, I, I did a, a qualitative uh, survey on all the people yeah, that like, around me. <laughs> you're, not, you're not in market research, pal. <laughs> Watch the fucking movie. Rob, I beg to differ. Not only is he in market research, he is also a master Hollywood editor who can tell you what things to take out of your movie at a moment's notice. Uh, get rid of this. Lose that. Uh, this can stay. 
the explosion was kind of rinky dink story <laughs> and because the acting and the uh, cinematography was so good yeah this movie is really well done um oh. i prefer rare that <laughs> the tacos didn't need hey. uh it could have stayed away from a couple of things and come in at a PG-13 versus an R, which... Oh, he's one of those was people. Too, it too, is. too much sex scenes in Hollywood. I saw a little bit of nipple. Uh, nah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan, really. Not a fan of nipple in movies. <laughs> more people see it. They didn't do that, so it got an R rating. Also, like, um, well, he's saying, you know, if they didn't have as much nudity, more people could see it. Why do you care? Like, how does that, how is that a critique of the film? That's a business critique. I mean, you not need to know about the bomb, critique. Rob, for like <laughs> 35 years, his stupid show, back when it was with Russo and now even today, he can only contextualize any event, be it sports or otherwise, in terms of how much money it's making for the people that own the property. Yeah, all they like, do is sit there and dissect ratings all fucking day. Uh, like, it's just the way he views the world. It's so weird. He's a capitalist. Okay. Even a capitalist can enjoy a fucking movie from art. At times. Sorry, Rob. Which you see is really too, and I don't want to give the movie away in any way because I know a lot of people want to see it. Um, and I think it's a movie you should see in the theater because there's a reason why you want to see this movie in IMAX <laughs> with some of the things that go on and obviously the explosive. Obviously, you want to see those like a- nipples the size of a fucking mailbox. <laughs> he, he clearly went to a faux IMAX thing, right? He, he no. He could have possibly gone to Lincoln Center. Why? He is a you driver. He takes him after a show. Take, take me. Hey, Lou, take me to the best IMAX, will you? Yeah, and go the long way so I have <laughs> less time at home with my fucking kids. <laughs> with Ro? Ro is her name? Yeah, her Ro. too. She's not invited. Oh, he went by himself. Thank she God went those, to Bobby. Thank we God did, those, we nipples, did a Bob uh, those nipples didn't look like Ro's nipples. Those look like two Hiroshima and Nagasaki blast sites. I'll tell you. <laughs> anyway, back after this. <laughs> Wait, Florence Pugh's nipples are the blast sites or no, Ro? I'm saying the nipples in the movie were better than Rose. Okay, yeah, Rose yeah. would have looked like yeah. two two uh, bomb targets. Those fucking twins suckling at those things. Yeah, oh my destroyed. God. Hang down to the floor. Couple of the couple of spent hot water bottles. You remember back, you know, when you were a kid, you guys were my age group, you know, you remember your, your mother used to get a headache, you used to take the, the hot water bottle and put it on your forehead. That's my wife's tits. <laughs> Maron. Obviously, you know the story of Oppenheimer, who becomes the man who shepherds the Manhattan Project and is responsible for the bombs that are dropped. And the bomb he just dropped in that then studio. he has the fall from grace because of his because pass and his brushes although they were on unf- he was unfairly unfairly stripped of his security clearances i love how he's doing <laughs> he, 
He's trying to give an accurate summary of the movie and yes. keeps falling into his sides <laughs> to be as accurate as possible. He's a wordsmith. He can't help himself. He is the king of asides. This a- whole show is asides. <laughs> he was wrongfully accused because he dabbled, but not too much. And also there was a problem. A little, little bit too much dabbling in nipples, I would say. <laughs> Should have got his life down to PG-13. Dr. Roll a little. He's loyal to America. That's been proved out through the years. John F. Kennedy made a very strong vote pro Oppenheimer at the time. He felt he was being railroaded, and he was. Um, they wa- the bottom line is you learn about the complex nature of Oppenheimer and his genius. The complex? Yeah, I don't. That's a new word. His weaknesses and his strengths, his brilliance and everything else, which comes. It's like they took Oppenheimer to the NFL draft combine. You learn his weak. You learn his forty time. You learn his vertical leap. Uh, (laughs) They had Oppenheimer take the Wonderlick test. He did very well. Now, how will he do under pressure in these games? I don't know. We'll have to see. I'll have to bear that out. But you know, his times are very good. Very good. I'm an Oppenheimer fan. Bench press was a little low. His shuttle time, not great. He's going to be a late second round pick. And that's fine. You know, you can be a fun, you can be a second round pick as a, as, as a bomb designer and be fine. You know, he was a six round pick. Look at him. I mean, come on. He, he was, he, his bombs were great. I mean, <laughs> not to do another aside, but great aerial attack. Yes. And, uh, and speaking of aerial attack, areolas, you know, with Giselle Bungeon. Perfect, like t- those tiny, small areolas that I love, like a size of a pencil eraser. That's that. That's that's the kind of areola and nipples you could put in a movie and still have a PG thirteen. Like barely there, just a hint of a nipple. Anyway, back after this. <laughs> you know, he, his I can't wait till he starts doing his... porn reviews. <laughs> what is that phase of his career? You know, I don't understand these cream pies. Like, uh, yeah. you, you don't even have to actually finish. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not. You can get a lot more customers if you if you you know uh, climax on the chest of the titties. You know, it's nice customers. Yeah, who cares about the business? This, <laughs> which is way beyond all of us. If I don't see it, I uh, don't believe it. That's all I'll say. What are these gangbang videos with less than ten guys? In my day, it was at least thirty. And I, you know, I, don't, I don't need to see these gangbangs. Too many dicks. Too many dicks. You know, we just need, I just need one dick. Okay. Just, I want to focus on one dick, one vagina, the classic way. What happened to the old pornos? You know, yeah. they really could have edited down that bang gangbang to get a PG 13. I mean, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> PG 13 stands for plenty of guys. 13. <laughs> they really could have added that gangbang down to 13 guys. You know, let's just say. Now, I don't know if you guys remember. In the eighties, there will always be like in my field, my age group, there'd be a guy banging a girl, and all of a sudden you're about to bust a nut, and then they tilt up and you see Ron Jeremy's hairy ass face <laughs> yeah, right at the moment of climax. And, you know, and that's the kind of thing you gotta take out of your of your porn film. Especially if you want to be the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Somebody's got to Photoshop Bill Parcell's face onto Ron Jeremy's body oh, in that picture. It wouldn't be too hard. It'd probably be the same <laughs> body. 
<laughs> Somehow I feel Parcells was hairless, like on his body. He has minimal body hair, not like Ron Jeremy's. Wow, I see. I don't see that at all. Maybe really? he shaves it. I think he's. You know, I mean, all right. Listen, we're setting the bar high with Ron Jeremy, but I think he's got. The guy's got to be a somewhat hairy dude. Let's see if. Let's see what happens no. when I Google Ooh. shirtless Bill Parcells. Don't have any expertise in those areas, but he was a genius. God damn it! Nothing. Uh, clearly a troubled genius, a troubled but a genius, genius. torture genius, actually. without any question. Just like uh, me, he has deal with Rome all day long, and then he has his fall from grace. Yeah. There is a picture of Bill Parcells came. in a very tight set of short shorts from oh. the website Mature Men of TV and Films. No, <laughs> let me get the link to this. Rob, is, have you bookmarked this yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's, in, it's in our private chat. This one somewhat suggestive Bill Parcells photo. Let's see. Uh, former coach of the Jets, Giants, Cowboys, among other teams. Oh, Mike Francesa was very, very fond of. There's yeah. no hair on them legs, boy. I'll tell you, yeah. you called it. You called it's it. Very, it's a very low res photo, but yeah, <laughs> you can oh, still no, you get oh, the yeah. effect. Smooth oh, as a or, baby's or, buttocks. Oh no, no, you can see here. There's some hairs. It's just they're very light. Ah, he's you a, know they're he's, very light. They're peach fuzz. I guess I never saw Bill Parcells as a like you know. I guess he already had gray hair when he debuted with the Giants, right? So I, maybe I just didn't wasn't aware he was. Born. Oh, Rob, look at you enhancing and Getting clarifying. See the peach fuzz. Yeah, it's like CSI leg hair. <laughs> Rob ever... has Rob has the paid account for mature men of TV and films. Oh. He gets the high res <laughs> photo. That allows you to enhance. Oh, it's a Tumblr blog. Relax. Ooh, no, what else we got on it's there? It's all free. Let's see. Let's Whoa, go who's that guy? Men. That's the bo- the blog uh, poster. <laughs> oh, top 10 college coaches, 2023. Ooh, this is updated. See, this is too niche for me. I like my mature <laughs> men blogs to not to be more broad-minded, not just like, you know. You want mature broads? No, I want mature <laughs> men and broad. They can wait, have wait, a broad. Wait, wait, wait. Who was the guy who looked like he had no lower lip? These guys the all look identical. Is- they all look like characters from I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> Can you imagine people. this guy's fantasy life? Like, he just, all, <laughs> just jacks off to every uh, Saturday like at 1 p.m. Must be <laughs> his ideal time just to jerk off. He, just, he gets the college football package and just flips around <laughs> to every game and imagines he's in the middle of a gangbang. And then watches, like, old Rescue Me reruns. Just any shows with guys in their 50s. There's a Q&A portion. A fan asks, could you post the shirtless pictures of J.T. Walsh oh from his God. role in Blue Chips? Answer, oh as soon as I get time, I'll post this. Listen, I got a huge backlog of shirtless yeah. men in TV shows that are over 55. Can you give me a break? Get off my back. Wait, this is hot? Like Amish? Yeah. Charles Durning. <laughs> Of all the Charles Dern, I feel, see, I feel Charles Durning may be the most overexposed fat old white guy in the movie. He's always got his shirt open. He's always got a Speedo or something. And you pick the, uh, on your fucking shirtless man blog, you pick the Amish movie? Look at this 
question or you know, comment. <laughs> Rob, read it. Read it sexily. I'm going to read it sexily. Just watched episode two of Hard Knocks. What's Hard Knocks, by the way? It's like you go through the, the season of a certain team. They pick one team. It's and just training it. camp. Right. They follow. Oh, I thought it was the whole season. They, yeah, they oh, follow God. one team for a certain amount of time. Just watched episode two of Hard Knocks. Could you please post pictures of Carolina Panthers assistant coach James Campen, 59-year-old Husky Daddy? <laughs> Look at the answer. The answer's better. <laughs> the answer is, wow, how did I miss him? Oh, he just got there in 2022. <laughs> and it's just the most generic dad you can imagine. This guy's so know. nice. You know, a lot of these mature men, Husky uh, blog posters would just post the photos. He gives a nice little explanation and a caption what do you think of the host of bar rescue answer <laughs> i'm not i'm not sure a part of me says yes and part of says no oh. i'll probably need to watch the show to get a better handle on so this site is something. just like when me and darren ask rob which guys he'd fuck but it's on a yeah. tumblr but the guy yeah. is interested in participating <laughs> M. Evan Walsh is good. Wow. <laughs> That's I'm blown away. Jack Balance. Jack Balance is nice. No! Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Oh, no. Hey. No, listen, too far. I'm on, I'm on record on this show saying I found young Hillary Clinton attractive. So I, you can have the most repulsive politics. I'll give you credit if you look good. Ted Cruz doesn't look human. But this guy has a specific niche of yeah, guys that he likes. I guess. Yeah. You won't share it. <laughs> Who is this, this man? Guy. Oh, that's his dad. Oh, he's the monarch oh. of Sweden. Oh, oh. I just want to say this: whoever this person is, <laughs> must have a wonderful time at bathhouses because yeah. this is this is the type of like this genre of man. He's the collector. This we found is, the collector stumbler. Is the majority of people that that go to these places that most guys kind of avert their eyes from? Yeah. The person that runs this blog, he's looking. He's there for that. This is the guy that refuses to put his underwear on after he gets out of the shower. Like just walks around. You know, I, I feel like we're glossing over the most important thing, which is how has Mike Francesa not appeared on this blog? Oh, <laughs> as a sports connection, and he's definitely see, that guy. Yeah, can we write this guy a letter, like a, a fan mail, and ask him to put Mike Francesa on? Just well, he clearly takes questions on his Tumblr, Rob. Yeah. Just ask He's, him. He seems very responsive. <gasps> Mike oh. Pompeo is on. <laughs> oh, no. Another, Mike. Another repulsive Mike yeah. in the news. Does Rudy uh, Giuliani make the cut? That might be too. Well, here, this guy. here's the the archive. So it's like you know, it's more thumbnails. But I don't, I don't see Mike Francesa. There's no search, unfortunately. Look, what? Well, yeah, someone asked him what his body count is. Go up, look, my, and he says he's bi. So do you count women? <laughs> oh, oh, what's your body count? Well, I'm bi, so I'll assume you just mean the guys, which is a grand total of three, oh. none of whom were above my preferred age limit of fifty. Wow! And I feel I have to add they were all over twenty-one. What an unfulfilled life! I need to just be like, have you ever considered going to a bathhouse? You could get that body count climbing. Oh my Who's God. the shirtless man on the lower left? Was that Daniel Baldwin? Oh, wow, yeah. He's not old enough well, in that photo. Oh. oh. Probably is now. Community label mature. Ooh. Oh, I have to oh, so that might be a that. nude. Let's... It's Jim Carter. Oh, it does, aren't all these guys mature, though? 
Well, this these particular <laughs> photos are really, I don't know. It's like a I know it was a joke. The, the different meaning of mature. <laughs> I see. I see. What you're but uh, all right. Yeah, we definitely have to do uh, when this show ends. We have to write a note to him and say that we really find Mike Francesa to be juicy and give us your opinion. You may not have <laughs> heard of him. What if you just get this guy on the podcast next next week to sit in? That's our in. So we write to him. We have Maybe we have a little back and forth. He posts a Mike Francesa thing, and then you say, hey, this guy responded to us. Now let's try to interview yeah. him. Yeah, and then we spend 90 minutes just naming old white men, and this guy says would or would not. And I'm sure he'd love that. He would love it, and we're promoting his Tumblr yeah. blog. I thought Tumblr wasn't a thing anymore. What's the thing? It's a no, little they less just, prominent they ended, Yeah, it's because they stopped allowing nudity, so there was a big exodus. Mm. But it's a thing. It still posts pictures of Bill Parcells in short shorts, though. With his belly bulge <laughs> pressing out against the, the cloth tightly. Oh, oh, oh. I really want to see... Because, you know, I feel Mike Francesco, although he does have a national show or whatever, he may be too regional for this guy. Who knows where this guy lives? Maybe he just hasn't encountered Mike Francesco. He might fall in love. Now, Rob also wanted to ask you, when you go to these bathhouses, right, and you see, mm-hmm. now I know there are gay men that go there to have sex, but also people just go to have a bath. So would you say the majority of these husky older men go there just to have a bath? Or are there no. uh, is there a plethora of gay men there in that genre? There is a plethora. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. See, I always I mean, picture when it's an old... I just think of like 65 to 70 year old men as like they've given up on sex and they just want to get a bath. No, they're no, like they're the pervy. They're, they're the biggest pervs. They're like I'm, the. They have the least uh, inhibitions. I'm willing yeah. to learn here. Of, uh, uh, you know, the, the probability of a person being a creep, if the older they are, the bigger the probability. Say of just like you know, two like hey, uh, that's that's awkward. Why do you think now? Let me ask how much of the creep factor is them being old, and how much is what they're actually doing? Like, if it was a 25 year old doing the same stuff, would it be as creepy? Yeah, I think it's just like lack of social skill, like it's probably because they're closeted, like they're probably just on like a business trip, you know, away from the wife or something like that, football Uh, scouting. Yeah, like <laughs> he wishes, uh, <laughs> but not not all mature men, just most. All mature men matter. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, hey, they need to get off too. You know, everyone needs to get off. Well, why not? I'm not as long as it's gr- consensual and legal. Yeah, as long as there's no collector in the lower right of the frame. Trying to catch the cum shot with un- non-consensual. Yeah, if he was invited, then help yourself. Yeah, just no. picture the guy, the two guys fucking around, and then some face just pops up, like no one <laughs> asked him in, and he's like, ah, you know, waiting for a cum droplet. Hey, the cum ain't done. He's with he's with a petri dish and a slide, waiting to take it home. <laughs> No, no, no. This the petri sex, dish is his mouth. This. The petri dish is his mouth. It's not. Yeah. Right. This is for scientific purposes, guys. Just don't want to waste the slide. Uh, all right. All right. Let's talk about our uh, Spotify picks of the week. 
Every week, we each pick a Spotify song. We throw it on our playlist, the R.I.P. Livecast Music Break. Uh... Give it a, a search. You can find it at RIPLivecast.com or just search for it on Spotify. And uh, this week I picked a song from Seether. I'm so confused by this. I can't believe it either. But uh, I will say <laughs> I was in my jujitsu class. And the playlist was finally like a rock playlist. And there was actually like really good stuff on there. There was... Danzig, and then there was Typo Negative, uh, some Metallica, like older Metallica, uh, and then this song by Seether, and the whole time I'm like, oh, I know this melody, and the song is Remedy, and I'm sure you've heard it, it's the one that goes, Remedy. <laughs> It sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, exactly. It sounds vaguely familiar. And I was like, oh, I think I feel like I listen to this all the time. And I couldn't. I, I, I was like, who is this? Like, what knockoff grunge band is this? You know, like, what second wave grunge band? You know, like, I was like, this, this isn't like, I'm like, this isn't Stone Temple Pilots. It's it, it's better than Puddle of Mud. Like, like what? And then I forgot about it. And then, like like you were saying, Sid, I woke up the next morning, <laughs> and it was just in my head. And I was like, "Oh, this song is called Remedy. I remember, <laughs> like uh, Remedy. I just remember that one word, <laughs> and not the Jason Mraz song, Remedy. Not it, this is not the Jason. You, Mraz, you, you him, you unironically like. <laughs> I never got into Jason Mraz, uh, but uh, yeah, so it's very catchy, and it's a good, it's a good song to roll to if you're at, at the jujitsu gym. Because, you know, I, I sadly, it's not like a death metal gym. It's more of a hard rock gym. Well, you you could turn it into a death metal gym. True. I, I've been thinking about making playlist, a BJJ yeah. playlist of, like, good, like, hate breed, more hardcore. More hardcore stuff. Madball? Maybe a little public enemy. Got a little political in there. Uh, <laughs> you a big Farrakhan fan? <laughs> What were you saying, Rob? I asked, what was, it? What was oh. your pick? Um, the, there's a hardcore band, I guess, called Koyo. I'd never heard of them, but I think they're from like Long Island. They're like a emo hardcore, whatever. But they did a cover of one of my favorite Jawbreaker songs this week mm. that came across my, uh, my desk. And it sounded very good. I actually liked it almost as much as the original Jawbreaker version. It's a cover of the song, Do You Still Hate Me? And uh, yeah. Did it encourage me to... Uh, Listen to other songs by this band? No, I did not. I just listened to this song and then stopped. But it was but very perhaps, good. Perhaps the listener. It might yeah. have them. Yeah, you guys, listen to Koyo, listen to their other songs, and then tell me if it's worth my time. Find me on Discord yeah. and let me know. There you go. Darren? So, uh, Darren? Uh, well, I found out that uh, Titus Burgess of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and other great things uh, had an mm. album. So he has an R&B album. And it's very good. Artiste. I enjoyed it. But also, I discovered that the first song is called 45. And it's uh -oh. exactly what you think it is. It is the... It's about turning 45? 
No, <laughs> it's the uh, R&B version of Alex Skolnick's Fuck Trump. Oh, no. Oh, and it's very, good very embarrassing. It's it's a good song because he's a talented musician. But, but the, the lyrics, lyrics are extremely. Can you give us a sampling? Anything that yeah. stood out to you? Hold on a second. Uh, I want to read them because I have them up here. Uh, twice. Oh, well, a lot of it is about how good Obama is. And then he downshifts into. Uh, so this is the chorus. So wake from your slumber. 45 will put us under. Can't you hear the distant thunder? It's like men at work almost. Oh, boy. I am sure. Wake from your slumber. All right. That's repeating. And then he says, oh, 45, a real nosedive for American lives. Because he's not really sure. Oh, no, he's not really sure. I'm so transfixed. He's dumb as bricks. A magic sure show with no tricks. Uh, let's see. There's one other. I know there's one other good one. I remember. Hold on. Why can't we just toss him like we did 1773 with the T in the sea up in Boston? Uh. <laughs> Say your last prayers, red cap wearers. Oh. Uh. Make America great again? Never. Wakanda forever. Whoa, oh, boy. Oh. Well, this came out in 2019, so I feel like there was... Oh, well, even okay, that's, that's a different time, but still. <laughs> but it's a good song. It's like I can separate like poor politics and badly written cringe lyrics from the guy's uh, talent. So mm -hmm. I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it in sort of an ironic way, but I definitely enjoyed it. The same way I enjoyed Trump Sucks. Okay. By Ascoli D. <laughs> Not really, because that's also musically inept. This is not. Yeah. This is musically great, but the lyrics are enjoyable on a different level. And uh, I want to mention our Patreon. Five bucks a month if you want to support the show. If you like all this free content we give you, want to give us a little tipsy, join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Livecast. You can tip us as low as $1 a month. We appreciate the tips. For 5 bucks a month, you get two bonus episodes every month. And uh, we have some good ones in there. We have three years plus of bonus episodes for you, for your entertainment. And plus, every week, Sid does a TV talk column recommending yeah. uh, what shows to watch. Uh, our most recent bonus episode is we watch the uh, Access TV reality show Banded. Which is like if American Idol had a hundredth of the budget. Uh, it was promoted as featuring Vince Neil, who does not show up until the last episode. We watched the first episode and then uh, kind of sped through it. Uh, also, we have great, really fun episodes that are listen-alongs. We did listen-alongs to Megadeth's Risk, to St. Anger, to the most recent Metallica album, 72 Seasons. Uh, there's also watch alongs of the stand-up comedy special comedy quote unquote from Rob Schneider. Uh, plenty of fun stuff in the archives. Oh, we did a watch along of Jewish matchmaking uh, and uh, tons of stuff in there like the live cast meme hall of fame where we induct some of our favorite characters from the shows. Uh, we watched plenty of Motley Crue stuff to make fun of him. There's a ton in there. Just get in there. Patreon.com slash RIPL livecast. 10 bucks a month to become a top live cast fan. You get a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. How are we doing it, folks? You want to do it as Francesa criticizing them? Darren, do you want to? Do you want to? 
Oh, yeah, sure. Take it over. <laughs> well, now, let's see who we have here on our list of sponsors. Okay, it's Eric. <laughs> uh, Eric, uh, he's, uh, he's not quite, doesn't quite belong on the mature men's blog. Uh, Benjamin, nipples like pepperoni pizzas. Uh, they're, they're okay. <laughs> they're fine. Fine, I wouldn't say they're a preseason favorite, but they're okay. Dan, uh, Sam, I am. Not really hot water bottle nipples, I would say more of a uh, more of a flattened out uh, flattened out grapefruit type of thing. Oh my uh, god! is keeper Shashosh I don't think they're really in, in line with the Jets' uh, offensive coordinator job. Uh, they think they are, but they're not. They're going to have a rude awakening when the season uh, season comes together. Uh, Hugo likes tacos. Lance Landon Danks, Lacroix. They're all three points behind Tiger Woods and the golf and the Masters. And you guys got to check out the messes. If you're not, then you're not a sports fan. Corey and Scotty H, <laughs> Doug Pigman, shout out to you for taking care of my fine horses down at the stables that I own. They're going to be racing in the Preakness this weekend. And Douglas, who are you, Levison? And hey, guys, it's Josh. You guys, your ratings are terrible. You don't belong. I've made a fortune in this business. You don't get to tell me anything about how to do radio. All right? Back after this. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you for tuning in, folks. We'll be back next Saturday around noon Eastern. Thank you. We love you. We kiss you. Uh, bye bye.